Are you looking to improve employee engagement and retention? Do you struggle with decisions on who to hire or who to promote? I have an amazing opportunity for a forward-thinking, purpose-led, people-first organisation to work with me on the first pilot Happier at Work programme for corporates. The programme is entirely science-backed and you will have tangible outcomes in relation to employee engagement, retention, performance and productivity. The programme is aimed at people leaders with responsibility for hiring and promotion decisions. If this sounds like you, please get in touch at ifa at happieratwork.ie. That's A-O-I-F-E at happieratwork.ie. You're listening to the Happier at Work podcast. I'm your host, Aoife O'Brien. This is the podcast for leaders who put people first. The podcast covers four broad themes, engagement and belonging, performance and productivity, leadership equity, and the future of work. Everything to do with the Happier at Work podcast relates to employee retention. You can find out more at happieratwork.ie. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Happier at Work podcast. This is episode number 100. And certainly when I started the podcast, it's not something I really planned for in advance. It's not something I really thought ahead for. But I do have a very special episode planned for you today. I did put it to the masses on LinkedIn. I created a poll. I asked people for feedback about what they wanted to hear, what they wanted to listen to as part of the 100 episode celebrations. And the clear winner was a highlights episode. So very great suggestion from my lovely editor about creating a highlights of what makes you happier at work. So that's the question I ask of all of the guests that come on the podcast. And so today's podcast features highlights of some of the selected people from the last 99 episodes. Well, there's probably a little fewer than that of interview based episodes. But let me just give you a kind of a rundown on who will be featured in today's episode. So the first up is episode number seven. That's Andrew Barnes from The Four Day Week. Then we have episode 11, which is Louise Goss from Homeworker magazine. Then episode 14, which is Amelia Simon-Thomas from The Greater Good Science Centre. And we covered everything to do with happiness at work. Episode 22 then, that's Fiona English on meaning and purpose at work. Episode 24, Tim Kidd on putting people first. Episode 26, Team and Bart, all about trust and how to create create trust in the workplace. Episode 35 with Mike Vacanti, who is the founder of Humans First. Then we have episode 49, Aoife Mallon, and we talk all things fit at work. We found a connection in that the research we did was quite similar. Uh, I took it from a quantitative perspective. She looked at it from a qualitative perspective and the results were quite similar. So really great connection on that episode. We also have Bhushan Sethi from episode 50. He is from PwC. He's the joint global leader of people and organisation at PwC. Episode 57, Aaron Burnett, who is the CEO of Wheelhouse Digital Marketing Group. Episode 61, Lucinda Carney from the HR Uprising podcast. And she's also the CEO of Actus Software. Episode 62, Paul Walker, who is one of my former Nielsen colleagues and now the COO of Kinetic. And I know I've seen a recent post from Paul. I know that he is hiring at the moment. Uh, I'll spell out that name for you in case you're interested in any of the roles that they have there. It's spelled K-Y-N-E-T-E-C. Then we have episode 70 with 
Jennifer Dowling, the director of Train Remote. And we have a brilliant discussion all about time and our relationship to time, but also about remote working and how to get the most from remote working. Then we have Neve Brady from Neve Brady Coaching. And I know I'll give Neve a shout out. She just recently left her role and she has gone full time into her business now. So very, very exciting time for Neve. And the final one then is Stefan Tanon, who is the VP of Human Resources in EMEA at Insight. As you listen to this episode, you will come to realise that there are a lot of themes throughout. So uh, not that it's repetitive, but the same kind of themes tend to come up when people talk about happiness at work and what makes them happier at work. And I will, as per usual, do a synopsis at the end of some of the key points and some of the themes that I saw emerging from that question and from the answers to that question. So I really hope you enjoy today's episode. As always, I would love for you to get involved in the conversation. You'll find me on social media, mostly on LinkedIn. And I must add, I've taken social media for now off my phone. I had a really enjoyable week's holiday away in Tenerife and I took all of the social media off my phone. I'm reluctant to put it back on there now, so I only really check when I'm on my laptop. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Aoife O'Brien, or on Instagram. They're the two main platforms that I use. And on Instagram, you'll find me the same as the website, happieratwork.ie. And I look forward to connecting with you there. What makes you happier at work? Well, in a way, it's it's similar to this. It's because I know that, that I'm a, you know, I, I, I like creating, growing businesses. I like doing different things. And when I have time to think is when I am at my most creative. You know, I don't need to have my nose to the grindstone the whole time. And if I do, I don't like it. What I actually like is the ability to have thinking time, to yes, yeah. be creative, to step back. Yeah? So if, I, if all I have is no chance to do that, that doesn't work for me. And if I look back in my, uh, my own business career, you know, I, I sort of came up through the the city of London in finance and, and in the days when, you know, one got in before Japan closed and went home after New York opened. Um, and so you were doing, you were doing 12 hour days. Yeah. Was I happy? Was I, you know, I look back at, at photos of myself and, and, and think back to my twenties and I was a miserable git. Yeah. Yeah. Frankly, you know, that, that was no way to live. I have no decent relationships. I just got up in the morning, went to work, came back, went to sleep, got up and repeat. You know, and that's that is that is not good. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. And so yeah, has it taken me a while to to adjust to this concept that working smarter is better than working longer? Of course it has. I've been indoctrinated like the rest of us. But 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 it's very clear that taking time out, de-stressing, you know, shutting down those bloody emails for a while, <laughs> those sort of things actually mean that when I do go back to work, I'm, I'm more empathic, I'm considered, I'd like to think I'm a better leader and a better human being, but I'm sure as hell more creative. Yeah. I think for me, it's 
Well, there, there are several things. Um, on a sort of on a bigger picture scale, I think it's just um, knowing that I am working towards something that I believe in. Um, that all of the everything that I'm achieving is something that you know is very personal to me. That I know is of huge benefit to other people, but it's it's something that's um, that I'm really passionate about, and I get to do that every day. Um, so I think that for me, just sort of reminding myself of that is is something that certainly makes me really happy. Um, and on a just on a smaller sort of more day to day kind of thing, things that just make me happy are being able to put music on. So sometimes I really like just having putting some music on depends what I'm working on obviously sometimes I need it to be a bit quieter but um it's just nice to be able to do that you know you don't again you don't get the opportunity to do that if you're in an office you can't just switch the radio on or play some some music that you might want to hear and I find that certain music um can actually really help energize me or get me motivated or put me in a bit of a different mind space if I'm you know wanting to feel a certain way so yeah, so, so being able to do that is something that I really enjoy. Such a great question. Um, I think for me, when I, when I consider my day-to-day experience, the greatest sources of happiness start with my relationships with my colleagues. Um, we are all very horizontal in our dynamic. There's not a lot of power um, hierarchy. And because of that, I think everybody feels a sense of autonomy and agency in sort of um, collaboratively envisioning what our organization does and and what our impact can be. That means a lot to me. Um, We also have a a very flexible work uh, uh, sort of culture so that if I need to leave on a given day to um, go watch my daughter's basketball game. Um, that's that's great. People are are happy that I am serving that role as a parent that matters in the greater scheme of what it means to be a human. There is not that's not frowned upon or criticized. Um, so I really appreciate the relationships that I have with my colleagues. I really appreciate the flexibility and the autonomy that I have. And then I think the third thing is. My role here affords so much continued learning, and that is remarkably valuable to me. Now, I spend lots and lots of time reading uh, scientific articles about um, what matters most to people's well-being, and every time I read one of them, they're, they're challenging, they're complex, they're sophisticated, uh, there's ever-increasing um, complexity of statistical methods and research methodologies. Um, I get to interact with lots of very smart people who are studying this space, and, and again, it, it really allows me to learn uh, uh, just on an ongoing fashion um, which I find incredibly valuable. And, and really, um, when I look back and think about, you know, what is it and what, what matters to me and what, what really drives my sense of well-being or happiness at work, my, my again, opportunity to, to learn and develop as a, as a person is, is a big piece of that. I'd love to know what makes you happier at work. 
Sure. So um, a big reason for me to make change in my life was, not, I mentioned earlier on, I really loved my job and I was quite good at it. And I, I got on very well with my colleagues and, and, and had great relationships with clients. Um, but I'm interested in many things, which probably came across as I was talking today. Um, and I'm quite creative. And I realized that it wasn't a case of I need to just change career for the sake of it. I needed to have space in my life to explore all the dimensions of myself. So I still like to do uh, work for companies around um, investment and so forth. I coach people. And then I also do a huge amount of, of research and writing and speaking on these topics. So for me, a happy life for me is a fulfilled life where I'm using my strengths and able to be interested in many different topics all the time and having the time to do that. So being self-employed was ultimately around time for me to explore all the things I'm interested in and to explore myself, I guess, a, a little bit more as well. Um, and if I can do that uh, and make a positive impact on, on people and the world around me, um, I always try to think about like, how is anything I'm doing? Um, positively impacting somebody else because I don't think it's enough to have a fulfilled life as an individual unless it's making an impact for other people um, and I get to spend time with friends and family that's 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 the good life for me so and I don't have it every day I have the same struggles that other people have the same worries that other people have but that's I suppose the aim for myself and I try to remind myself of that on a regular basis that that's what I'm looking for oh that's a really good question um so I don't know. I, could, I well, the, the days I look back on when when I think I've had a brilliant day are are typically days when it's to do with something to do with people. So I don't I don't want to say a sort of a bland, you know, oh, I changed somebody's life or helped somebody that you know was stuck or you know. I, I think it's days when when I look at whatever the organisation or the team is that I'm in. So it could be the business here, my team here. It could be. You know, going. I still do go to clients, so you know, there's people better at it than me. But you know, the days when you meet clients, and you you have, just have a really good constructive day. You know, people are all on song, they're all engaged. We have a bit of fun as well. That's still an important thing to do. And 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 you know, when you sort of finish something and you you have a bit of a spring a spring in your step because it went well, and you know, people say it went well, and you know, and, and you know that you've made a difference. I suppose those are the days that make me make me happy. Um, you know, I quite like business success as well. You know, it's the end of the virtuous circle of getting the people piece right. So it's always nice to sell something big and to be beating um, beating budgets and so on. But I think actually it's 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 the days when you think, oh, it was a brilliant day. We had a fantastic day with that team. We did, you know, we did some great work. We we enjoyed it. It was constructive. Um, you know, better than I thought it went. And you, you sort of go away with a sense of satisfaction and, and maybe not surprised perhaps, but, you know, it was better than you expected. Those are the days that I'm happiest with. I'm happy at work when I know that my work can fulfill both my personal objectives and my career objectives. So if I can achieve my goals in life by doing the work that I'm doing, that makes me happy. And that brings me really the energy, the motivation, and also the joy that are necessary to be a valuable employee to a company. Fantastic. What makes me happier at work is um, to allow, being allowed to express my views and ideas and opinions and be wrong if I'm wrong, because the goal is never to be wrong. It's, I mean, to be right, it's to be better. Mm. 
And when I see others around me have the ability to do that also, I find that there's a lot more laughter and enjoyment and poking fun and just more natural interaction. Um, that allows me to be happier at work is the relationships I have with those around me. Oh, great question. I think for me, um, it's probably the people that I work with. So, you know, in the work that I do, it's always the, whether it's career coaching or whether it's leadership coaching, you see the difference it makes to people and how they're either, a lot of times what it comes down to is they're actually less stressed because there's always, there's some problem, either a leadership problem or, you know, a career problem. You help them with that problem and they go and they go, ah, so that's what I really enjoy about my work. Um, on a day-to-day basis, what makes me happier? Sometimes it can be a cup of tea or getting out for a walk and those little things, which I think sometimes yeah. people forget about. Um, the enjoyment I really get from my work, though, is the people that I work with. It makes me happy when I'm challenged on something that is absolutely meaningful. So it doesn't make me happy when somebody says, can you develop this report for me because... I need to have a nice shiny report on the latest analysis of our of us against external HR trends. It's much more meaningful when it's we've got this real big business business problem that's linked to our purpose. We need some help with a, some market intelligence. We need your ideas on how to implement this. What value do we create? And so, it, just like anyone, I want to be I want to be happy at work. I want to bring my best at work. So, what makes me happy is when I'm challenged. And the problem becomes multidisciplinary and I get to start seeing with my teams and my clients and, and other counterparties kind of where that's going to be implemented as opposed to just developing shelfware or virtual shelfware um, yeah. that never gets implemented. So, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. I, and I don't think that's changed from when I started work you know, 25 years ago. What makes me happy at work is feeling that the work that we do uh, has meaning makes an impact, and that what we're doing as a company brings joy to our employees and to our clients. We're making a difference in their lives. The thing that's made me happier at work, running a small business, has been um, getting back into doing stuff that I um, I feel I'm better at. So I started out as a trainer and then I've been running a business. So I was doing more sales and leadership, et cetera, et cetera. And I've really loved the ability to train people virtually, generally, uh, genuinely, um, the ability to act, act, go back to feeling like I'm making a difference. Now, I, I feel I'm too long in the tooth to want to drive around the country and spend four days in the hotel running a training course. But I'm absolutely loving having the opportunity to do two-hour sessions with people and train them in stuff and see that I'm teaching them stuff that is really helping them. Yeah. Um, so having the opportunity to engage with people directly, um, you know, consulting and, and share some of the experience and knowledge and can see that it is actually adding value. That is the thing that um, I'm particularly enjoying. And actually that, that opportunity has been presented to me due to the pandemic. It wouldn't have been, it wasn't realistic to do this sort of thing. Um, previously virtual training was was a very poor relation now I'm kind of going why who wouldn't want to do virtual training in two hour blocks Um, it's far far more practice it's far more practical doing what I what I love I mean is is, is probably a very cliche answer (laughs) but that's that's it you know Um, and and having an opportunity to do something that can positively impact other people's lives potentially is is something that that, that brings me a lot of satisfaction in in my work 
it's all from a central point of seeing others grow. That's what makes me happier at work to, to use your podcast. That's what I gave from and, and where, where it's come from has probably traversed from just making other people happier with me. So I get a return to actually genuinely being happier with me so I can make others grow and, and be happy. What makes me happy at work is when I get to see newer people in the company or people who are rising up really achieving their potential. I love that when I just see people come up with their ideas and perform fantastically. And to be able to help those people in any small way is what makes me happy at work. Ah, good question. Um, I think what makes me happy is that I can add value to teammates and help them bring the best out of themselves, no matter what kind of background or culture. Um, and to, together with my team, I can help develop them and grow them. Um, I'm that kind of person that, you know, gets incredibly proud if somebody within my team gets promoted or builds a new career somewhere else, that I can and be part of that little bit of getting somebody thinking outside of the box is, is very, very important to me. Um, and I've that's what I've been trying to do over the last 25 years. It's not about me. It's about you know making your team the best team out there, making your company the best company out there. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably the mission that I have in my role. And, yeah. and HR is a fantastic place to be because you're the spider in the web. So you you see everything that goes around you and you try to influence people in the right way. Yeah. Uh, but particularly the last probably 15 years. Um, it, it's been great that we have more tools and more ability and um, capabilities to help people develop themselves because we all know that what you learn in school and what actually happens in the company are two different things. Yeah. People on that journey and, and you know, they can be in a, the same role for 10 years, but still helping them develop as a human being is so important to me. And when I see those successes, that makes me the most proud and I get the most happiness out of that when we celebrate success of somebody else. So there you have it for episode 100 of the Happier at Work podcast. And I'm smiling here because I can hardly believe that I'm saying those words. It seems like yesterday that I started the podcast. For me, it has been a really enjoyable experience. I've loved the connections that I've made from it. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot of hard work that goes on in the background uh, to make the podcast the success that it has been so far. But like I say, I still really enjoy it. And before I go on to share a summary of my my key points from what people have said in relation to happiness at work and what ha being happier at work means to them or what makes them happier at work. I would love to invite you to connect on social media if we're not already connected, get involved in the conversation and maybe have a think about what makes you happier at work. So is there anything in particular that resonated for you in this week's episode? And I'm actually thinking of changing up that question slightly. So I do ask that same question at the end of every episode of my guests, you know, what makes you happier at work? But what I'm thinking going forward is to change it up slightly to ask the question, when you think about happiness at work or being happier at work, what does that bring up for you? So more of a broader context on how to apply that rather than thinking of myself as an individual, it's thinking, generally speaking, what does happiness at work mean? 
So I'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on that. You can, as always, connect with me on social media, Instagram, happieratwork.ie, which is the same as the website, or on uh, LinkedIn, which is the main platform that I'm that I'm on really these days, uh, Aoife O'Brien. And I'll spell that for you for the people who, who are not native Irish speakers. So it's A-O-I-F-E-O apostrophe B-R-I-E-N. So back to today's episode. And I loved how it started with Andrew Barnes and really what it ended up being was the impact that Andrew could have at work. And I loved how he kind of we brought it in from the stage of being miserable at work, essentially working 12 hour days. And and our definition of success often is around money and prestige and status and power, when in fact, that's not really the things that give us that long term happiness at work. And now he's having much more impact at work. Louise kind of kept it simple. Louise Goss from Homeworker magazine talking about, again, this idea of impact, the idea of impact coming up again and, and just bringing it back to the simple things like listening to music during the day. And sometimes that's something I forget to do when I do do it. It definitely puts a smile on my face. I'll put on the radio or put on one of my favourite songs on YouTube or on Spotify. Then we had Amelia Simon Thomas and she sort of broke it down into three different things. And that was about relationships with colleagues, autonomy and continued learning. And again, this this really bears back to the research that I did as part of my master's. And that is to be happy at work. It's essentially about ensuring that our needs are being satisfied at work. And so the need for good relationships with colleagues, the need for having that sense of autonomy and learning could be a very specific need that Emiliana has. And I certainly have that need as well. Then we had Fiona English and she was talking about how she was actually good at her job, but she was interested in many things. And so it's about for her, it's about using her strengths and having the time to do what she's interested in to make a positive impact. And again, we have that idea of impact. Then we had Tim Kidd and he one of the first things he talked about was fun. So I love that. So just having fun in work, being engaged in what you're doing, making a difference. So we have that idea of impact again and what impact you're having. Then we had Team and Bart and he talked about having personal objectives, professional objectives, goals, energy and motivation. And that's what makes him happy at work. Mike Vacanti then talked about being allowed to express views, ideas and opinions. And then this idea of laughter and enjoyment and fun coming into that as well. So this ties in as well with the need for self-expression at work. And so that could be a unique need that Mike has. Then we had Aoife talking about fit at work, specifically in relation to happiness at work. What she said was it's about the people that she works with and the difference that it makes to those people. Again, this idea of impact. So Bouchan talked about when challenged on something that is meaningful. So it's about this idea of having a sense of meaning in the work that you do. So it's not necessarily about doing something for the sake of doing it. And this idea of multidisciplinary, so working with multiple stakeholders. And again, this idea of relationships comes up and how important that is. Erin Burnett then talked about this concept of meaning as well. And the fact that what he does in his organisation, their company brings joy to employees as well as to clients. Lucinda then talking about getting back to things she's best at. So again, tapping into her strengths and also having an impact, adding value and the importance of the people around you. 
Paul Walker being the central point of seeing other people grow. So it's the impact on other people. Jennifer Dowling then is about doing what I love and positively impacting other people's lives. Neve Brady then is about seeing other people achieving their potential and helping people in any small way. And Stefan then lastly talked about adding value to teammates and helping them bring the best out in themselves, being proud of other people's promotions, even if it's with another company and making your team the best that there is out there and the company the best that there is out there. And he really gets a kick from other people's success. So I think you'll agree with me in terms of the theme, the overall theme is the it's about Being happier at work is about the people that you are around, but also the impact that you as an individual have on those people to make their lives better. So if I could summarise everything that was said, it kind of combines into that. The positive impact that you have on other people's lives is what makes people happier at work. That was another episode of the Happier at Work podcast. I am so glad you tuned in today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would love to get your thoughts. Head on over to social media to get involved in the conversation. If you enjoy the podcast, I would love if you could rate, review it or share it with a friend. If you want to know more about what I do or how I could help your business, head on over to happieratwork.ie.